Welcome to the power of... The streets are all alike. The buildings are all alike. The businesses all look alike. The reason for this being that most businessmen in this country are playing a game called Follow the Follower. Okay, so let's get right into it. Episode number four, The Power of Paint. And it's all about golf courses and losing golf courses. And it's not right. I can't happen. Uh, my gray hair is showing because golf courses used to be the magic. So let me start this episode with my residential story. So Blake, uh, his dad bought a property on the golf course, right? An older golf course, uh, but really huge uh, membership base in the community, uh, in, the, in the membership um, in the country club. So Blake's dad, a uh, smart guy, engineer, and he took the entire back of the house off. The entire house. This is back in like 90, no, I'd have to say 88, 89, 92, I don't know, somewhere back there. I remember he bought it for 400000 on the golf course. Problem was, when you're standing in the house and you're looking at the golf course, you couldn't see the golf course. It had overgrown. It once was a beautiful backyard, a park setting. And now, uh, it was overgrown. So the first thing he did, he went in and just butchered out all the growth and, and got down to where you could see it. But that's not where he stopped. He actually took the entire back of the house off. He had it engineered like for thirty grand, how to put a steel I-beam from one end to the other. Every bedroom, kitchen, living room, everything that could see the golf course, he did it. Then he went floor-to-ceiling glass, which is very, very common now. It's very, very, well, not in production architecture, but in, uh, you know, in your private um, custom homes, we do it. But when he did this, he spent like 400,000 buying it, $30,000 to uh, rip the back off and put wall-to-wall -wall glass. It's a fantastic view. And he lived there for four years and sold it for $860,000. Not a bad flip. So there's your, there's your flip residential story for today. Now, um, I gotta get into the commercial stuff because the commercial stuff, the headlines never stop. There's so much to put in this episode and I'm not gonna go past my 18 minutes. But I wanna talk about staying ahead of the curve. If you, if you look at what's happening now in golf courses, let me show you what happened in Baytown. Baytown used to have two golf courses. Now they have zero. The world changed. Golf used to be important to us. Now what is important is MMA wrestling and fighting and also video games. Nobody's going to golf courses. So what happened is they actually closed. I saw where DR Horton bought like 260 acres and they're putting in production architecture, yay for me. But actually I've never done anything with DR Horton, but I do respect them. Good designs over there. I've never met anybody actually over there. So Deer Horton buys up a golf course and they, they take it out. First time I saw this was in the mid 90s. It was Clear Lake, we lost a golf course. They turned it into a green belt, but they also put in, I don't know, another 100 homes. This is stunning. The golf course used to be part of the location, location, location. See, you take a two by four, right? And you stand it up. That two by four does not care that it costs $2.80 at Home Depot. You can either stand it up on the waterfront, which is where I like, right? The marinas and the waterfront. Or you stand it up on a golf course, or you can stand that same two by four up anywhere there's a view. But when you get rid of a view, that two by four, be just, it just plummets in value. So we're losing golf courses. However, for every coin, there's a head and a tail. So the value of golf courses is plummeting. But I also live in a golf course community right here. It's called South Shore Harbor and it's exploding because we've lost two golf courses within, I don't know, a 30 minute drive, it's taking on more and more and more. So now what's, what survives will be a premium, okay? It's kind of like in horses, nobody drives, rides a horse to work. So now the horses that are left are polo horses, roping horses, fun horses, family horses. 
and to take care of them at the stables is, you know, anywhere from 180 to $600 a month. And, you know, it's a premium. Golf is becoming a premium. I'm shocked. I didn't see that one coming. So let me show you what, what happened. We used to have these two uh, golf courses in Baytown. This one right here, it's gone already, the construction. I'll, I'll show the video. And then the other one is totally closed and there's a disc golf course that's opened up that is highly utilized. And I think it opened up a year ago or two years ago. I'm out on my disc golf game, even though I love to play. Um, it shocks me that, that that's taken over, but you go out there. Okay, a lot of people take disc golf as a drinking game. I like to actually play it. So there we go, that's our residential chatting. But staying ahead of the curve, I, same theme, the same theme. Has anybody noticed that Elon Musk got the wink, wink? You guys can do your Hyperloop from here to uh, Washington, D.C., from New York to D.C. Was it even on his original list of like targets? Like, let's go from here to here, you know, L.A. to San Fran, Houston, Dallas, you know, wherever to wherever, Miami to Orlando. You can put Hyperloops wherever, 29 minutes from New York to D.C. That's, that's changing. So how do you stay ahead of the curve on that? Um... Well, it's kind of obvious when a billionaire puts a rocket pad out in the middle of the desert and he's going to want to get out there quicker. There's a Hyperloop heading out there. There's a bunch of cheap land out there. So this is a 10, 15 year play for my big, big land boys who can buy and hold 800 acres on Highway 35. You, you know who I'm talking about. So that would be a good play for you if you got discretionary 20, 30 million sitting off to one side. Just some insights from trying to stay ahead of the curve. So we got Shanghai, Shanghai's airport. Staying ahead of the curve, using the power of design. Who puts a freaking labyrinth? Can you see that? I don't know how my lighting is out here. I choose a different marina each time. Um, who chooses, who, who builds a labyrinth inside the airport? This is phenomenal, phenomenal. So when you think polarization, it's either the Walmart thing or your high end you know, retail, it's one or the other. This is a freaking airport, Shanghai airport. So this is great awesome architecture it pulls into people laser fountains you, can, you definitely can't see that okay i'll do an overlay so um let's see i put some notes in my, um so okay like if this is if this was your airport your mall your restaurant people are leaving with snapchat instagram and all the time and i love i love the um the array of windows in this dome okay look the architecture instantly, instantly became the biggest marketing department you got. I don't care what colorful words you say. I don't care what, you know, what you try to tell somebody when they go to lease this up or buy it from you. Like this, this is a, this is inside. This is incredible. I hope they build it. I want to go see it. it uh, these are uh, renderings of what they plan to do. When, when architecture is entertainment, that is one entertaining time right there. So I got to throw a quote out because I was talking to a buddy of mine. And he goes, you really do believe in this imagination thing. Well, imagination's what got us the iPad and put us on the moon and on and on and on. But way, way, way back in the day, not, not all the way back to uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Of course, he had that imagination. I just think of, um, oh, where did I put it? This quote's pretty powerful for anybody who's watching this, who's actually trying to make more money from the real estate through design, through creativity, through, and it's not always whimsical, by the way. I, I got coming up uh, Porsche's new Yes, uh, Ace and I are gonna go tour the property. I'll probably make that whole tour the next episode. It'll probably be touring the new Porsche develop, uh, dealership here in the north side of Houston. It's incredible, enclosed um, service bays and, and butt to butt glass walls, windows, incredible museum up top. We'll get into that next episode. So it's not always over the top whimsical stuff like lit up lit up it's like when i go to sell a house i want the cottage to just touch the heart like nostalgia is valuable so you want 
to touch the heart of, oh, this reminds me of my grandma's house. But you go in and it's like all tricked out, you know, automation and everything else. And it's super, you know, efficient and all that. So here's what Napoleon Bonaparte said. He says, imagination rules the world. And that's why you're watching this episode. You want to rule the world through your holdings. And so let me help you there. All right. So I got another note here. Design is marketing. You're right, the shape, the color, proportions, the story. What's the story behind Porsche? Incredible. We're going to get into that next episode. So I'm flying here. I've already talked about the golf courses and how we're losing them, but then how whatever stays becomes the most valuable. Ha! Look at that. Crazy shadows. I don't have time to re-edit. Sorry. So now, here is the biggest thing. Everybody who's watching the show knows real estate, knows the big law of real estate. Location, location, location. Bam! That's out the window. I I'm stunned. Everybody says location, location, location. We have an internal thing where, where I work where we talk about Starbucks, the power of a Starbucks. If you're building, you know, mass production, you know, you're building 800 houses, everybody wants some Starbucks, right? You've got a Starbucks, you're going to sell your house 4.2 times faster. You're going to get 8% more. we got all these statistics. And it was fascinating. I, found, I learned this about three years ago. So I'm right there, the power of design, the design community. See, it's not just that one house. It's how's that, how, how that house flows you know, kind of like monument design and, you know, location in the overall scheme of the city. You know, everybody wants to be near a train station up east. Okay, that's going out the window. Hyperloop is going to change everything. So, you know, hopefully within the next 5 to 10 to 15, we'll see something functioning. So I want to talk about what's going on in London, high-end property. Good morning. High-end property in London is no longer associated with location, location, location. I couldn't believe it. If you know the Kensington Palace area, um, all of the areas, doesn't matter. The adage, I'm just, look, 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 look. can you see that? I'm just going to read it because this is straight out of the article. I, you know, all the links, all the data, everything in episode one, two, three, and four in an email. If you want it, don't say anything except in the subject line, just say uh, paint, power of paint. Just say paint. I'll know what you mean. I'll, I'll send off all of these articles and everything. So here it comes. This is actually from Luxio.com. I love them. They are, they are ahead of the curve. Damn, there's this team. Where the adage of property used to be location, 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 market trends and demands are beginning to show that design and specifications are becoming more important than locality. Dang, I've known this, but this is now coming out, you know, in mainstream press. This isn't like the underground guys trying to figure out how to tweak their profits. Right there. Recent London development design study completed by Knight Frank shows a surprising new direction for real estate. Product not, look, 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 look. Not, see how big the word not is? Right there, not location is now prime. What? Real estate developments are worth, uh, the, these five upcoming London luxury real estate developments are worthy investments. Okay, so to, the article is, is juicy. I may scroll it here as a graphic effect, but the, what's coming down to is if our cars are so good, we have train stations, we have Hyperloop, you could actually, you could actually live in Houston and be on the, out, uh, be on the um, ski slopes in Colorado in like, what is it gonna be, in a buck 10? So I could live in Denver, but commute, my buck 10 commute via Hyperloop to Houston. This trend of locations no longer important is only gonna to continue to intensify and strengthen. Okay, we got VRs. Do I really have to go there? Do I really have to be there if I feel like I'm at the ocean? I don't know. These prime, prime uh, London developments are, you know, everything starts at the top in yacht design. Like, so yacht design is awesome to watch and follow. I've never designed a yacht, but I'll steal and cheat and borrow ideas from yacht design as I do production architecture, as I do custom architecture, as I do, you know, like some of these daycares. Dang it, I've got so many daycares to do. So, and I gotta brag about the one and I'm done. One and done. 
this daycare going up in Spring, Texas. They need a thousand square feet to meet their criteria, right? So I proposed, you know, they only have 500 square feet of land. I said, let's do a two-story playground. We'll make 500 square feet here, 500 square feet here. We'll make the top thing look like a giant radio flyer uh, wagon. They said yes. That's what I'm talking about, using creativity. Now, what do you think they're going to get? That is their marketing department. That's making more money from their property through the power design. Of course, this one is a whimsical design. It's not like the Porsche or, you know, like the churches or the, uh, you know, military bases. They all have a purpose and a story. What I like about this wagon is everybody in Spring, Texas with little kids is going to want to go to a Kitty Learning Center. Yeah, I'll drop their name. They're one of my clients. I love them already. They're, they're really great. A retired engineer, he doesn't really know how to take me because, you know, I'm flamboyant, but he's awesome. He gets it. People are going to take pictures of that silly thing. They're going to Snapchat, Instagram forever. And then when they're at school or with their family or their friends, my daycare has a giant wagon and we play. Oh my gosh. How powerful is this? Oh, if you're moving to Spring, I know which daycare you need right? Okay, so that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you got some value out of it, can make a dollar from it, good. Let me know. I'd appreciate it. Oh, subscribe and share with your friends who are into real estate and money. That's it.